Someone yeah, get son a of a bitch. <laughs> Steve's on one right now. He's Steve's having a son of a bitch. Steve's on a different level right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Whole right. other level. Yeah. <laughs> Let's oh, go yeah. with, uh, can you do another intro? Yeah. All right. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. Go ahead. Your brother faced with hard luck. Face, 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 face with hard luck. Pimsy card shot, Steve Smurder was with hard luck. Pimsy card shot, Steve Smurder was with hard luck. Your brother faced with hard luck. Face, 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 face with hard luck. Pimsy comes together car show sitting on my left my co-host my partner Shubahan Bone American Indian Southern Californian elegant barbarian yeah and my mind's playing tricks on me once again mm. come on mm. Huh. Mm. Huh. and on my left my sound man, old blue eyes himself. Sean Lewis, certified audio professional, engineer for the hard luck. Oh, yeah. So, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. We are coming at all of you today. We're here at the car show at Dockweiler Beach. Yes, indeed. The West comes together. Hey, guys. How are we doing? And we got a guest in, yeah, the, in, the, in house. the house. We got with us. Who Ooh, is it, Steve? Oh, we blood. got Mr. Bowtie. Mr. Bowtie. Mr. Bowtie. How are you doing today, everybody? Mr. Bowtie. Yes, what indeed. Is yeah, what, what is, is that Mr. Bowtie? What does that yeah. mean? Oh, man. It goes back in the days from working on cars, man. All them Chevys. And you, oh, I see. Ah. A Chevy deca decal yeah, looks decal. like a, a bow tie. Bow tie. Yep. So let's let's get right down to it, Mr. Bowtie. You take a look at all these cars here. Do you ever do you ever just say to yourself, man, I've just seen too many Chevys. Like, I'm, I've seen it. I've done it. I'm ready for something else. Yes, every day. Oh. Especially now. Is wow. that why you roll in a Range Rover? Well, you know, that's a weekend vehicle. <laughs> yeah, that's just his weekend vehicle. Nice, pristine, white range. That's the byproduct yeah. of just being a cold pimp player hustler. You know, you work hard, you got to play hard too, brother. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mr. Bowtie doesn't even park in any normal. He just parks right. where he wants. Trucha, mira, trucha, mira, con los pinches fucking rigo, güey. Hey, that's a Monte Carlo. But I noticed with the right vehicle, you could park anywhere. Right. That is yeah. true. And you could do 90 right. on the freeway. I, I used to yeah. work for a, a producer who had um, Ferraris, old and new. Yeah. And he would just fucking park that shit. Anywhere. Red zones, blue zones, green zones, whatever. And, and even he was so rich that he would just take the ticket and give it to his secretary and just pay it. Yeah. That was his parking fee. He was real prendido, too. And half the time, they won't even tell you. Right. A tow truck won't real even touch prendido. a vehicle. Right. So you're good. Right. So how, how far back do you and Big Steve go, uh, Mr. Botan? <laughs> Somewhere in the 90s. 90s. Yeah. Can't give you an exact date, but it was in the 90s. And uh, oh. how, who is that? Hello? Hello? Oh, mira, watcha, trucha. Watcha, watcha, watcha. Watcha. Boy, he's really in. He's really Latin right now. Hey, Esteban. Esteban Oreo calling into the show, ladies and gentlemen. Live. Oh, we're right here, dog, waiting for you. Yeah, we've been here since 6, Esteban. Esteban, it's by the uh, by the bathrooms. Uh, how's it going? It's going good. It's great. We saved parking for you right behind me. Come on down. <laughs> yep, we got parking here for you. Come on. Right behind Mr. Bowtie. Huh? We got parking right behind Mr. Bowtie right get here for you. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we're get here. Hey, get out of the sauna. <laughs> are, you, are you close? That's probably well, a good idea. Good idea. Yeah, there's good actually idea. plenty of parking though, so. There's plenty of parking. Uh, but you know, hey, we're here, dog. You come on through, dog. Come on. No, dude. People are just pulling up, pulling up, pulling up. 
This place is getting it's it's getting busy, dog. It's already busy. It's getting packed up. Yeah, tell them to stay home. There's too many women here. Come on, doggy. Tell them to stay home. A lot of high nuts. There's too many women here for you, Estevan. Just stay home. It's better. Hey, did you what? The rim guy. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Tomorrow. Hear that? Yeah. Yeah. All right, doggy. We're here waiting for you, G. All right, man. All right, drive safe. We'll see you here, doggy. All right. Drive safe, dog. Drive safe, please. Uh, yeah, 110. On the 110. On the 110. All right. All right. God bless. God hey, bless. All right. So, all right. wait a second. So, but how did you... Okay, so in the 90s, and then how did you guys meet? Through Esteban. Through Esteban. Through that whole circle. The early Soul Assassins, the early Cypress Hill, mm -hmm. the early Supermax Joker... Not guilty. The right. Whole, not guilty. The whole yep. era. What were you doing back then? Oh man, I was doing everything. I was still messing with cars, living life, partying. What was it like being in those circles at that time? Like, just like. Here's, here's the thing. At that time, it wasn't a circle. It was just like, what are we gonna do today? It wasn't thought out. It wasn't. There was. Hey, let's go left. Let's go right. There's a party over here. Somebody's doing a concert there, and that's what it was. Now you look back at it like, oh shit, we were all part of that. Right. But there was no thought into what are we doing tomorrow. Right. You know, no social media, so you had to be out. Right. You know, right, fucking right. Uh, lucky. Somebody would come through, hey, we're going over here. Well, let's go check it out. And before you know it, it would end up pff, all across Southern California. Hey, what's yeah, the process? Yeah, hey, tell them. Hey, what's hey up? Steve, what's Sorry. the process? Like, when you guys decide what you're going to do, how long does it take to get to everybody and spread the word? Like You just start leaving. You just leave. You just leave. Jump in the car and let's roll. If they catch yeah, on, they catch on. If it. they didn't, you ain't got time for all that. Right. Yeah. So you That's just roll. Really it right there. And it'd be a caravan most days mm -hmm. of cars showing up wherever. And what was Big Steve like back then? Oh, just, just like he is now. A wonderful oh. gentleman. Oh. 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 Such a gentleman. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. he, maybe, maybe we had a little more energy back then. Oh, yeah? You know? yeah. Little, <laughs> oh, hey. Little voice, you know, but we're the same people. Yeah, right. believe that. Did he have his white Jaguar at that time? Was he rolling around in that? Oh, what was he had? No, he had a truck. What that was that big truck silver truck. Oh, Dodge. yeah, yeah. Was it Hemi or what? Yeah, Hemi, 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 Hemi One truck. Of those, around that time. Dude, he somewhere. got so many speeding tickets in that truck. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, damn it. There was a Hemi. There was something. Oh, I can't remember. I don't remember so, a lot back Steve then. Steve got so many speeding tickets in that truck that he actually had to hire someone to drive. Right, we Steve? We all got yep. tickets. Yep. I didn't have a license yeah, for like 10 years. Yeah, we all got years. tickets. You didn't have a license? No, for they took it away, and, you know, I kept $110 in the ashtray, so when I got pulled over, you just go to the impound, and you could literally get it right back out before they changed that law. No shit. Yeah, I'd ride with the impound driver. And you should be like, don't worry, I got it. Don't worry, I got, I got my 110 Yeah. Get my car back and let's roll. That sounds, I mean, that sounds about the same amount as it would cost to register and get all that shit done yearly. Yeah, but they took my license, so. Right. Yeah, but once you get it taken away, you know, and you get another ticket, six months, suspension, eight months, 12, fucking whatever. God damn. But so, that was uh, living life back then, bro. What was the biggest trouble you and Steve got into? <sighs> I don't know. Oh, yeah, I can't yeah. think that far back. Uh oh, what that sounds that like trouble a... we got into. What are you talking about, man? We there was never trouble. trouble, just situations. Yeah, what you kind of yeah. what kind of situations did you and Big Steve get into? Because we... I don't even know if we got into them or somebody started them and we just happened to be there. Yeah, that, I'd say that is a better bet. Let me yeah, ask you this, exactly. Mr. Yeah. Bowtie. Uh, when you and Steve are rolling with people, did you notice that the people around you got a little more aggressive and a little more like? Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna claim this spot because they knew they had you guys as backup. You know, that's happened. It <sighs> still happens to this day. But I've learned a long time ago that if you just sneak out of from the crowd, you let them deal with their own problems. <laughs> oh, man, that sounds spoken like yeah. a like a guy who's been through it. You know, like, what do you think of that, Chumar? What's your opinion about that? That's wisdom right there. That's what that is. You know, because uh, let people fight their own battles. Well, a lot of people won't return the favor. There's a handful mm -hmm. of people I know that. Are, would be there right and these other ones are i call them cheerleaders <sighs> pumping shit up yeah 
Yeah. And then let's when talk it, about that right and, now. And that's, for a that's a real that's, fact right there. You know, yeah. that's really this, what's going on. To this on day, these days. even now with social media, you know, you get comments and people say stuff, and then you run into them like, "Hey, bro, what do you mean by that?" Because you know, things can be taken out of context. You know, for wrong. sure. And so you ask him, "Oh, I, I didn't mean that. I mean, but you said that. So how did you mean it? What you know?" I can't hear the tone in your voice, so tell me now how you meant it. Well, I bet you they figure out real quick how they said it in the right way, yeah. and it was a misunderstanding, huh? You know, and you get a lot further with words nowadays, you know, just, yeah. just certain words, because people don't have it in them. Yeah, but you right. know, the thing is, is, I'm like a small dude, and that's why I, all I got is words, really. That's why I had to go into law, because yeah. that's like all I got, words. I mean, yeah, I... You got right, words right. of wisdom. Sometimes. You know how to work them. That, I mean, I'm not... And, you know, whatever, but th that's interesting, because... Um, you're saying like one of the things I, th I thought I heard you say was like, yeah, you stand up for some people, but then when the shoes on the other foot and you need them to show up, they don't. Yeah, exactly. Fuck that. So Fuck that. I mean, Fuck don't get that. me wrong. You don't I, like I, that. I help people out. I don't like people getting bullied and, and shit like that. There's been situations where I've stepped in. Where right, they but, help, they, but not. They didn't ask for it. They didn't start it. They weren't pumping it up. Yeah, they weren't pumping it up. Talking tough. Yeah, yeah. I, I always hate that. I know? did too. I hate that too, man. So I let certain things slide, but you know. Other than that, let them fight their own battles. Let them talk. Let them keyboard warriors or whatever they want to be. Right, keyboard warriors. Yeah. And what about Steve? You ever seen him throw a punch? Mm. You ever seen Steve cock back uh, and just knock a fool out? I don't recall mm. really a knocking out. I've seen mm. maybe we've seen like a little confrontative push or shove, but I wouldn't say we've ever seen anybody knock anybody out. Let's just say that. Steve's okay. definitely told me a couple of great stories about like, you know, different ways of approaching that first punch, you know? That first punch. Well, well here's the thing, you gotta think it through. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no. Yeah. Some people are, you know, have it in them. Some people don't, but mm -hmm. it's a technique. One punch, mm -hmm. as obviously you know, people know, that's what they call me, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's been happened. It's happened a few yeah. times, but we won't go into real detail. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say, my motto throughout the years was like, bro, I'll knock you out. Just stop. There's no fighting, but I'll knock you out. Man, when you said that to me just now and looked at me, there was a look of seriousness in Mr. Bowtie's eyes that kind of oh. gave me the chills, bro. Because right. I think gotta, I probably would He's a that. big dude, Oh, man. come on, dude. But, but, but if, you're gonna, if you're going yeah. to go to that level, then you just have to be prepared for what you open the door for. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> There's no turning back after a certain point, right. no matter yep. what it is. Yep. Right. Yep. And that's the way it is. So I choose not to like go in there. I'll, I'll warn people, hey, just relax, have a drink, do something, you know. Yep, do something. Do something. How come, how come always the tough guys are always the ones that are trying to calm everybody down? Every tough guy I know is like, listen, you don't want to get into this, man. I tell them all the time. And they don't listen. And they nine out of ten times they do, but there's that one. There's always that one superhero we call them, you know. Yeah, superhero. And, and they just El rant plastico. and rave and this and that. And then... You can listen to shit all day. Yeah, you have words. Right. But the minute you say something disrespectful or something you can't come back from, that's when it, all right, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. And then you just, you know. What's the secret? Way to it. Now, obviously, it's always been in self-defense, and you've always been on the right yeah. side of things, and da 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 But what's the secret to, if you're real, knocking a person out with one punch? What's the secret? It's in the hips, bro. Believe it or not, it's like a golf swing. Right. Yeah. Right. It's in the hips. Right. So, yeah. just cock back, swing, aim. Doesn't matter, chin, face, nose, all right? Huh. Just anywhere. It has to be the head, though, right? No, you can no? be in the, in the ribs too, side. You Oof. can knock the wind out, and they're done. Yeah. Yeah. Do, and, and is there a what kind of feeling do you get when you know you've connected perfectly? Is there a feeling? No, it's just like it's kind of like a regret. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. damn, like, fuck, is this dude gonna get up or? It's a regret. Yeah, you know, it's scary it, too for yeah, a second. Yeah, because you know sometimes they're out cold or they're flopping yeah, on the ground or something. You don't know. Yeah. You know, you kind of check uh, on them, breathe, breathe, breathe. You know, don't don't look like because there monster. are some people that got punched and they fall down and they do die. That's yeah, yeah, dude. Oh yeah, it's happening. I get nervous, bro. Every time I knock, I've seen out. it. And what about? Have you ever punched somebody that went out, but they were like a Terminator and they didn't stop? They just got back up oh, and were like, "Let's go." Yeah, one time. Yeah. Ooh, what yeah. was that like? Man, this this dude was yeah. small too, and he man, we went out. Oh and, no, small guys. Oh work. man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I fucking don't even fight small guys. Man. This guy, Stop this guy it. wouldn't stop. <laughs> I mean, you connected oh, and everything. And he just kept kicking and kicking and kicking. <laughs> wouldn't stop. Nobody won that fight. I, I looked like a smashed pumpkin. He looked like a fucking smashed pumpkin. Yeah, mashed potato. I mean, we were at the end. We just looked at each other and laughed. And to this day, I see him periodically, and we just laugh, shake hands, and be like, "That, yeah, it was, that was you. Yeah, that was you." You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. And, 
You know, strangely though, isn't there a kind of a point when you both fight each other to a stalemate that you guys kind of earn each other's mutual respect? Oh yeah, definitely, most definitely. Whether it's from another neighborhood set or whatever they're from, if you're solid and they're solid and you have that mutual respect and you can handle it, then all right, we're good. That's right. it. Just see him today. And what about uh, what about like, what's the most cowardly thing you've ever seen in a fight? Oh, oh. fuck, man. Besides people jumping in or trying to hurt you or you know what I mean yeah like what's actually the, the wives and the girlfriends are the most cowardly thing because these guys go looking for fights and their wives will come out and hit you with a nail file or some shit you know what oh. I mean like wow. makes you know you get poked or something you get more mad you like get really angry like what the fuck like, yeah bro she's tougher than you you know right. what I mean you should just pull the blade out or whatever but yeah there's a there's a fine line of cowardice and or, or the running around the car, or running around the parking lot, getting screamed. Hey, oh, what's up? No. You want some of that? Hey, fool, I'm over oh, here. No. Where are you going? We're not, we're not, we're jogging. You know what I mean? Like, that reminds me of that Durant fight when he was fighting. Uh, he's going all around the ring. Yeah, going all around. All no mas. None. Running yeah. around chasing him, right? Right. Yeah. That's Dude, the worst. That seems crazy to me. Talk a mad smack and then just not standing still. Yeah, they won't Come stand on. still. Like, toe bro, to toe. Just get it over with. It's gonna hurt. <laughs> Just get it over with, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna sting. Dude, I was watching this MMA thing. I don't know, Sean, you might have seen it. It was a 170-pound Asian dude uh -huh. fighting a 700-pound Oh, the black sumo guy, or the yeah. 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 that guy? Yeah. Yeah, I saw the highlights on that. Yeah, and, and that guy was running around, and that dude, that big fat black You see, he dude, was pissed. He was sweating, bro. Running around. <laughs> he was sweating. He wouldn't even put his hands up. He was just waiting oh, for that gum? little dude to get gum? by him. No, no. Okay. But yeah, definitely, uh, there's all kinds of things. Nowadays, it's just, it's not even the same, bro. Right. No it's respect. Different. Kids yeah. are, think yeah. they're tough, you know. I had an incident recently up in my neighborhood, and, you know, these, I call, oh, I call them, I call them Malibus. Oh, Malibus. Because these kids don't know the real deal. Right. So... We got Steve uh, doing oh, his mayor, mayor of Los Angeles thing out there. Oh, there he is, yeah. The West Side Mayor. Hey, so Malibu, so these Malibus are like what? Young kids that. Young kids, I say between 15 and 20 something. Right. See what they see on the internet. Oh, that looks cool, you know. Whether they're Bloods, Crips. Right. Uh, whatever they're claiming. Yeah. And, and you, you just like, bro, you're not that good. Trust me, don't, don't do that. Right. But they have no clue. I mean, they're driving they're around their, their Mercedes and everything. Their parents bought them and stuff. You know what I mean? Nothing. Never never built it up themselves. Nothing. Nothing. Let me ask you a different question. Because we, 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 we talked about uh, your Range Rover, but what was it like for you growing up, man? Were oh, man, rich? I was broke as a motherfucker. That's, I didn't know we were poor. That's how broke you were. Yeah. That's until when you were I, Until I got older. We didn't know. Like, how poor? Like, describe, like, what, your, what it was. Well, you want to hear a good one? Yeah. So, my mom would cook a dinner different uh, on Fridays, like a different dinner. Oh, right. today's gonna be hot dog or chili night or whatever the whatever it was. So she'd send me and my dad to Tommy's in the valley uh, to get boats of chili. I remember two boats, please. And my mom would make hamburgers, hot dogs, and fries. We didn't have buns; you just had the bread folded over. Right. Put chili on it, which was <laughs> cool. And that was like a every once a month thing. So as I get older, I'm about 12, 13. I go with some family friends, and they're like, we're going to go eat at Tommy's. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, they only got chili there, I'm thinking. <laughs> i never been inside because this one I only had to drive to, so we right. had to drive through. I go inside, and they're like, get whatever you want. They got burgers, fries. I was like, what the hell? I just thought it was because we did it so many times. It was just chili. It was just chili. You didn't realize it was a full never, restaurant. Never paid attention. You know when you finally open the light, and you're like, oh, shit, they've been lying to me. <laughs> and I went home, and I told my mom, I said, hey, you know you can get cheese and chili and burgers and everything at Tommy's she's like yeah but it's too expensive for us <laughs> what the hell too expensive I just say it was so and so's family and they were fine with it she's like yeah but we don't have it like that so right be happy right son of a bitch like you know what I mean did you get did you ever get spanked growing up oh yeah we got beat right well that was the old school it wasn't beat it was just like uh, hey come here Pah! and right. you get the I used to the get switch the, I used to get the belt yeah, the belt switch, extension cord. That's how you know, it was. 
That's how it was. That was how it was. And back then, you got beat by the whole neighborhood. Right. So when all those boys got in trouble, as you walked down the street, all the parents took a licking at you until you got up. So you hoped you'd live closer. Right. To be the first one. But yeah, getting beat. Once you realize that pain goes away, I'll take an ass whooping and I'll be out. No grounding, no nothing. How many brothers and sisters did you have? I have two sisters and I have one brother. I'm the oldest, so. So were you in charge most of the time? I wouldn't call it a charge. We were train wrecks, you know what I mean? Yeah? What, <laughs> hey. kind, of, what kind of stuff did you guys do? Oh, fuck, what didn't we do? <laughs> From uh, BB gun wars to fucking Jesus. I mean, you name it. Yeah. So when growing up on our block. Which was about where? Uh, in the San Fernando Valley, you know, Panorama City. Okay. Before I knew it was a ghetto. Yeah. Um, we were the last homes with the big lots. And there was about 15 boys that lived on this street. All boys. Oh, wow. So we used to climb up in these trees and wait for people to come home from school or Saturday morning come out and start shooting each other with pellet guns and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> just fucking nailing each other. We didn't see nothing wrong with it. You know? Right. You could good. squeeze the BB out if, you, if it right. broke the skin, but right. nothing nothing major. Good clean So fun. from that, BMXing, I mean, all the shit you could do as a kid, we just did it to extreme because back then it was like, well, you can't do that. Right. Then we had older cousins that would be like, you guys are pussies. You guys can't do this. Right. So next thing you know, there's a challenge. And Man. I tried to limit. When I was growing up, I grew up on an Indian reservation, and then I grew up, and then I grew up um, on an island Ooh. in Puget Sound. That's crazy. And it, it's not like an island like we think of down in Southern California, where it's like high class and everything. Yeah. It's like a farm island. Oh shit. Like it's like nobody there except a bunch of poor white trash and me and fucking fireworks in Copenhagen. Fireworks. Yeah, fire. We all, everybody. Oh, fireworks. Yeah. We, these guys that used to work live next to us. They built their own cannon. <laughs> <laughs> they drank goat milk and built built their own cannon. Oh man! Blow that shit off into the water all the time. And one of the brothers lost a finger. See, we're not too different because right. Fourth of July would come around our neighborhood. Yeah. And everybody had it. We had shit that Disneyland didn't have. Right. And because we had those big fields and stuff. You'd put those big cannons, you know, four or five inch yeah. diameter circles. Like more in the gr- Yeah, in the ground. Right. In the ground. In the ground. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> Fucking just, I mean, people knew. Lighting shit up. M80s in the street, blowing out the car windows, house windows, quarter sticks of dino, everything you could think of. I mean, right. growing up back then, fuck, we used to roll around with, like the pellet guns on our bike and go shooting stuff. 22s. Right. There right. was no... Oh, then we got the dirt bikes. Forget that. We used to ride those on the street way before it was cool. I love fucking dirt bikes. I mean, and I was out in the sticks, so we would ride dirt bikes, like, all through kinds of, uh, like, trails, trails down in the fucking, in the forest or, or whatever. I had, uh, and also had a three-wheeler. Yeah, see, where well, we didn't, but, but just picture us going down Sepulveda. Right. 10 or 12 of us. And then right. make a right and hit up into the mountains. Yeah. We'd stop at the local gas station, fill up, and then fucking take off into the mountains. Right. So, yeah, I mean, when it's not what, too much different. Did you, when was the first time you smoked weed? <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> I must have been like six or seven with Get, my cousins, because my cousins were all older stoners. Yeah. So, the way I grew up, half the family was like the surfer white boy, SF Peckerwoods. Right. And then the rest were like the long hair stoner lowriders. Pink right. Floyd, Led Zeppelin, fucking... Right. Two sides of the street. Right. Everybody was smoking weed. Right. You know, so you'd grab it and mimic and uh, fucking try it. Try it. <laughs> Choke out, fucking die. They you know, Not know what's going on. Yeah, all that shit. You know, so it wasn't no big big deal back then. Everybody used to party at my pad, so. Hey, old Blue Eyes, how old were you when you first smoked weed? Um, I think I was like 15. What was the situation? Um... <laughs> I think I was with I was with a homeboy and like my girlfriend, yeah, and like a bunch of other friends, yeah, and like someone was passing around a joint. Yeah. I was like, I, I was scared of it, dude. Were you scared? Yeah, but I smoked it anyway because like my girl was there. You yeah, know? you can't be like, scared in front of a chick. Three X, three X only. And, uh, <laughs> Steve's doing business in the middle of the show. Hey man, I'm selling a good amount of supermarket. Nice. Yeah. There you right go. On. Cha-ching. I sold about three hundred dollars for Cha-ching. Support your local business. So, what what was school like for you growing up? Did you take it serious? Did you think you were going to go? No, I was actually smarter than all my teachers. That's right. How did you know that? I didn't. Until I got into junior high and I did the tour junior high, you get kicked out of this one, that one, and all that bullshit. Yeah. 
and I come across this lady and say, mind if we give you a test? No, go ahead. Fucking whatever. So they get, call my parents, you know, do the thing, and um, they call them in. I'm like, fuck, they're telling me I cheated on the test. I said, no, we just want to see you do one live. And I scored so high that I actually finished junior high. I was done. So I went to um, trade school. They're like, well, you can't run the streets. You're too young, but we'll send you to trade school. So I learned automotive, welding, all that bullshit to get me where I'm at now. And then um, Boom. I had to go to high school for a little bit, but I couldn't stand the teacher, you know. Right. What was wrong with the teacher? <sighs> she just, she knew everything. And I already had a car back then, you know. I mean, I was already low riding, had Impala and everything else. So they'd see you come in and be like, fuck, who's this piece of shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I never got a fair like, chance. Like your car was better than theirs. Oh, yeah. I already had money and all that bullshit, you know, doing our thing. What was the, what was the teacher's, why didn't, usually teachers... You know what, she, she was, she was like mid-50s, older white lady, just hated life. You could tell she just fucking hated life. Her car was dirty, her desk was dirty, her fucking clothes had that, like, like, Paul Mall smell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not even that, that, just that that stench. Right. Yeah, cat lady. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, cat lady. So I that's, that was her, and she was teaching government. Ugh. And I told her, everything you're telling me is bullshit. It's a lie. You, you told know, her that? Yeah, because the, the stuff they teach is, is you know. Well, you know, and yeah. I know, it's bullshit. Yeah. So when you'd ask them questions, go to the office, go to the office. So I got kicked out of that school. Kicked out of the other one. All the continuation. I said, you know, I'm already making more money doing what I'm doing. I'm out. So I had everything except for that last class, and I just left. Right. But I, I did the tour. I went to every junior high you could think of, most mm -hmm. high schools. Mm -hmm. and, uh Started early networking with people, you know, that's how I met everybody in South Central, Compton, Watts, Orange County. Right. Know, everywhere you could think of, we went to a school. Right. So this is an interesting topic because I, I, we, we come across this from time to time, which, you know, your experience in school, you were advanced in certain ways. It wasn't serving you. And then it wasn't really an honest institution, no. right? No. But then, and then you just decided, fuck it, I'm gonna do my own thing. I'm gonna do my own thing, and I started messing with car. Well, when I got into the trade centers, it was hands-on and it was mental, and you always like, fuck, how can I do this? How do they do that? So yeah, I was interested. In the regular schoolwork, you couldn't interest me. I was advanced, I didn't know I was advanced. I just clowned everybody and was the class clown because I was bored. Right. I mean, they well, could hand me papers, I'd fill them out and send them back. They'd be like, how'd you do that? Right. So, you know, so when I got into the trade school, that's what it became something. And, gotta keep an eye on sales, guys. But <laughs> Steve's coming in and leaving. I got sales popping up. <laughs> Sean, give us a status report on Big Lux. What are, you're, this is a phenomenon. No? I mean, yeah, he's a, he's in a rare form today. Oh, his yeah. full energy is positive. Look at him. Look Doing at him. He's just running. He's nodding. He's got meeting, make, greeting pictures. Yeah, he's got to make appearances. You know, right. Right. Too bad we weren't live. You could uh, have people come down and get an autograph. I mean, we're setting it up for that, but we also don't want to inundate Big Steve with too many autographs. You know, oh, he's got yeah. a lot of shit to do. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so, but, but the reason why I think it's interesting is, though, because when you have children, what is, your, what is your thought about them finishing school? Well, here's the thing. I learned how the system was shit from the get-go right. right so i have a daughter she's 24 now um i sent her to private school interesting real small private school baptist catholic i mean not catholic christian um her classes weren't more than 10 12 students right i paid for it right i brought her up all the way until what did they switch that ninth grade 10th grade stuff yeah so 10th grade i introduced her to high school Right. Public school. Right. But I got her a charter school, you know, this and mm -hmm. everything. So she did the, She did well there. Actually, she was more advanced than all the kids there. Sure. So I did that, and she was terrified. Dad, I don't want to go. I said, no, you have to go, because that way when you go to college, you don't get the shock factor. Which will happen. Which would have happened, you know. Right. But she learned for the most part. I guided her. Don't make my mistakes. This is right. This is wrong. You're still going to make your own choices. You know, she does well. She has her own home. She has a, you know, my granddaughter now. She has her family. She's Congratulations. Good. She works, does all this. She's independent. She's done. She's fine. Yeah. She doesn't need me for any. I mean, you know, typical oil change. Hey, Dad, I think I got a flat type shit. What is, what is, what is, the, what is unique? Because I got a daughter. She's two and about two and change right mm -hmm. now, right? I had no idea that I would enjoy being a dad as much as it's I It's crazy, do. right? It's insane. They come up and tell you something. You just look at them like, oh, okay. All right. You know Let's what? Go. You know what's crazy is like, 
when my daughter initiates a hug, like if I'm not trying, like I'm not just doing anything, I just sit there and I'm walking by and she's like, Papa. And there's and the arms. It, and, and she just gives, wants to give me a yeah. hug. I feel like I won an award. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's the best feeling. Fuck yeah. Right? You can't, you can't do anything but like, okay. Come here, or yeah. I got you. This. Wait till the I got you this and the tea and the cheese oh. and you know it's melting in her hand, but she wants you to eat it. Yeah, you're gonna eat it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. So what did what did she study? What was her focus? She just finished up business and uh, I forgot what else. She was telling me some other stuff. She changed it a couple times, but it's, it's mostly business and, and stuff like that. What's the secret to? Growing up in the areas and with the people that you did, right? Mm -hmm. And people move and they matriculate in certain ways. Mm -hmm. And some people are able to take their roots, whatever that is, and turn it into something that works for them. Some people get caught up or don't learn a lesson and they get stuck Mm -hmm. in a place. I know people that are still on the same porch right now. We drove by right now. They're doing the same shit they've been doing the rest of the whole life. Yeah, yeah, that. You know, eating breakfast on the porch. They still read the newspaper because they're old school. Right. And then they'll be watching football. Right. That's it. Right. That's their life. Right. You know, right. half-assed job. Right. Never went anywhere. Right. What's Me, the difference? I was fortunate enough to travel. I got into the film industry at a young age. Always. Traveled. People like Lucky's, Stevan, you know, people that I've come across that, hey, let's go here, let's go. And they open the world. There's a whole world out there. What was the first place you traveled to? Uh, it was... Um, I believe it was Seattle for a car show. I mean, and I didn't know. I'd never been on a plane, nothing. You know what I mean? What's it like being like, on a plane if you've never been on well, a plane? Well, they're all scaring me. Oh, we're going to crash. We're going to die. <laughs> you know, this shit. You know, I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> you know, you take off. You get that first feeling. It's like, fuck, this is crazy, right? I've yeah. never been anywhere. Yeah. Then you land in another neighborhood, another town, another... And people just look at it because we don't look ordinary. You know what I mean? Right. We go to certain towns. This is like mid-90s, early 90s. Right. And they just look at you, stare. Restaurants are, you're like, what the fuck do we do? But then you get to the town where the car show, whatever's happening, it's a whole different world. It's like mini Los Angeles, a little right. behind, but. Right. A little the, behind. A little behind. Right. You know. Right. And then it just opened the door, and I've traveled every. I've been damn near every state you could think of. Countries. Have you ever, what country was the first country you visited? Besides Mexico? Yeah. Um, Thailand. What'd you think of Thailand? Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's a real that's a real reaction. How you don't long? know how to react. Right. You can't believe the shit you're seeing. Right. You thought like Mexico or something was something out of the ordinary, you know, selling coconuts or fruit Speak on the on side that. of the street. But you go to a I guess what you call a different country altogether. And <laughs> and dudes are slicing up fucking animals on the side trying to feed you skewers and shit and what what year or decade or what would you have been in thailand do you think <sighs> somewhere around the 2000s because you know what i went to thailand the first time i went to thailand it blew my fucking mind that's what i'm saying it's still like because because i genuinely thought or felt like the people were happy they are they're genuinely happy because they weren't exposed to the crap that we are. That's so insane to me. You know, their their regular nine to five is just getting up and doing whatever. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds doing a blow by blow. Uh, Steve had opened the door and he was making hissing noises. <laughs> what was he hissing at? At a hyena. He was hissing. He was he was hissing at a hyena. Is that a call that they would recognize? Certain ones. He's yeah. nodding. Steve's <laughs> nodding. It's Certain international. Ones. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm international. Hey, I'm a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Just prepared for when it works, though. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Her, her game is yeah. strong. Oh, you, you were uh, talking to me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah. Yep, so yep, be, yep, be prepared. Yeah. Yep. Sleep time's over. Yeah. Yep. Get on your A game. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah, you point. better vitamins, boy. You better get your vitamins. Make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You better pace yourself. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, easy there, guy. He's like walking like a penguin. Uh, Tony Massey. 
<laughs> little tight. Pelicans gotten old over the last year or two. Really. <laughs> Penguins, pelicans. You know, they're all here at the beach. Everything's hey, here. Hey, like, Mr. Bugs. Hey, is that Michael Rappaport? What is that? I do get Sure looks like him. Sure does. He turned over and you saw the schnauzer on that guy, dog. He looked just like Rappaport. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, just so you know, uh, we're getting Steve. He's going to be doing the NFL commentating just like this. He's just going to be in the front booth. Yeah, like, well, the other guy's like, looks like the 49ers got the ball on the 39 line. And Steve's in the side. Like, now. Speak yeah. on that. Speak on that. <laughs> Look at the oh, schnauzer on that guy. Look at the tits over there. Look at those tits over there. You think Damn, those are real? Dog, look at the size of those. <laughs> no, not those. I'm talking about the ones way over there. There's a lot I mean, of oh. like big ones over there, too. But those <laughs> There's so many there varieties. Like They're like cars. Oh, my God. Those, those ones are definitely, there. Those those are definitely real. They're radiating off of her boyfriend's white T-shirt, you know? <laughs> They're glowing over there. Well, well, oh. well oh, Mr. Bugs, Glow uh, globes. What do you got coming up that uh, everybody can look forward to? Uh, yeah, you got any? Oh, I have a few projects coming out. Uh, a couple cars that yeah, are going to make, make a Come headway. On, man. You know, got some big stuff being built Master right now. Master builder right mom. here. This dude fucking lowriders is synonymous. I have a nice clientele base. Right. They have open checkbooks and they right. know what they want. And uh, we got uh-huh. some real custom stuff made. I mean, you see the lowriders out here and you see stuff and that's good for them. Yeah. yeah. But we yeah. like to turn it up a notch. Great and what what does that mean turning it up a notch? What usually goes into you the, know what? Yeah. It's a lot of detail and focus, and you know, I could take you to we can go walk and look at these cars and you see the same setups or whatever. Yeah. But I'm known to switch it switch and make it, it personalized. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Customized. I might make the whole thing say Customized. Supermax somewhere or yeah. built out or something. You know, yeah. it just comes to me. So I get a feel of the person. I'll sit down and talk with you. What are we gonna do? Just, okay, cool. I know what you want. What's your color? Blue. Cool. And run with it. Right. Do you do mock-ups? I do mock-ups. And like sketches, uh, and then you guys can talk about it? My sketches are on like a napkin with crooked lines, and like (laughs) you'll get the idea, and it's like, I know it's in my head, and then uh, we'll go out and build it, look at it. If I like it, I like it. If not, we'll start all over again. And do you have like a, I mean, because a lot of guys that we talk to that are serious car builders, master builders, they got a backlog. They Like you, you got Oh, I'm, I'm like a year out right now. Right. Unless you got deep, deep pockets. Right. Then I got all night. Yeah. That's right. right. You know what I mean? But, but most people understand that some stuff has to be machine made. Everything's one off, you know. Let me, uh, let me interrupt. Shit. Let me interrupt right now. Uh-huh. Let me say this. <laughs> Can hey, you please at, interrupt? Look at, at Juman. Go ahead. Listen. Listen. You see the way, the level that, say, an Esteban Orioles um, photo work is, right? Yeah. You see that level that, that standard he's at. Yeah. And you see cartoon, his level of, you know, his art and what he puts out, right? These yeah. guys have a standard. Well, See, Mr. Bowtie here, he is at that level with building cars. Yeah. So he's representing and carrying that same that standard, whole family, you know, of like, it's it's above average, bro. It's, it's you're talking about premium. You're stepping into another world. Oh, it's not just a lower average. It's like, it's just not just a cartoon tattoo. No, it's just not just like a photograph. It's a, you get what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He like, if you, see car- if you see somebody walk by and say, oh, that's a cartoon tattoo. Right. Or that's a step on photo right, right. there, right? Yeah. You could walk through here and you could pick out my car. I can't even. I wouldn't even tell you that I did. They'd be like, "Look at this thing standing. What's so different about it?" Yeah. So you know, I get rid of all, all the unnecessaries. I mean, you need them, but you could hide them. So I don't like wires. I don't like cables. I don't like brake lines exposed. I don't like a lot of shit exposed. So over the years, you learn how to hide it and make it functional. Is there a style of car that is underrated mm-hmm. or hasn't gotten its due? Ooh. Uh, mm, that's a good question. Yeah, some of the old Buicks, the 59, 60 Buicks and Pontiacs. Beautiful rooftop, beautiful body lines. You know how uh, the Rockabillies run them, but people were scared to cross over from the lowriders. Mm. Um Oh, it's not cool. It's not an Impala. It's like, dude, Impalas are fucking whack sometimes. They're a dime a dozen. Right. You know, people put one-day paint jobs on them and fucking roll them with crooked wheels. You know what I mean? Right. It takes a lot. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to disrespect anybody because that might be the only thing they can do, and I understand that. Right. But don't be that guy out there cheerleading like you're the best when, you know, they put these Toyota rear ends in the cars. You know, the cars are crooked. They're, they're not set up straight. You know, they don't, um, they don't take pride in their work. You know what right. I mean? It's like if you submitted paperwork with a bunch of typos. 
fucks right. up with this guy that day. You know what I mean? Right. But these guys will drive it like that. I, I can't do it. I, I'll take the bus before I get in that car and, and get a ride home. I won't even put myself in that car. And what about, what's, what's, what is the most unlikely car that you've seen tripped out? Ooh, um, man, where were we? It was, um, damn, what was it? It was such an oddball Studebaker, it was like a late 50s, early, I mean, it was just such oddball, but it was done so well, and it was just crazy. Something I'd never seen before done. And what about a uh, foreign car? Is there a foreign car that should be a lowrider that's not? You know, the foreign cars they tried, I've seen them in Germany and, and stuff over there, you know, where they're Brazil, where they get these cars and do yeah. stuff. But it's just a weird setup. Their, their vibe is totally different. Like in, in Germany right now, they, they're taking four-door Impalas or Cadillacs and they're beating the shit out of them, but they make them drag. Like they just take the rattiest looking car that they can get from over here and yeah. literally hit it with bats and spray cans, put wire wheels on it, and they're just dragging ass down the streets of like Germany and Berlin and shit. It's just weird. It's like, weird. Like it's a whole punk rock lowrider scene over there. Got it. Like Got it's, it. you can't comprehend. You see this thing coming down here, you're like, what the fuck is that? What is. Like it's like anti. Anti uh, lowriding, anti this, anti. But we're doing it. Right. We're doing it our way. Right. Which actually, I give those guys more respect because they have balls to do that. Right. So if you can go outside the box, I have more respect for you thinking and doing versus, hey, I want my car blue like his car. You know what's weird? You know another thing I think about? Maybe you got some answers to this. And this is a little girl running around and she has to hold her top up because her things oh are so God. big they're about to fall out. Well, she's not that little. She's all tatted up. Hey. Right. No, I'm just saying. Like, hey. I see her running. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey the air's on in the Range Rover. He, just hot. Yeah, it smells like goddamn <laughs> tube top or whatever that was. But what about this? How do they come? Do you have any insight on how they decide to come up with the name for the cars? Like, like how long? How many names did they throw around before they said, you know what? Let's call it a Corvette. You know, I've heard different stories on that. I was just with a hot rod buddy Dave the other day. We were talking about that when uh, the prototypes came out. Yeah. And they clay barred or you know made them out of clay. Right. And did all these things, and then they get to the final approach where they have a marketing team. Like, um, fuck, I can't even think of his name right now. But he was into sharks, so that's where they came with the Makos and all this stuff. And you hear these names. Right. There's a Ford has one that's called the Marlin. Right. You know, it's, and they use these names. I feel like there's these names. Like you're right. But like I, then you come out with like Cutlass, and then you look at the definition of Cutlass, and there's six different cuts. You know, uh, definitions, and then you have. Um, Traverse, you have these names, but you got to research them. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting that you say that because I think a lot about the names. I feel like, like you know, it's really hard to name a car. And then like the Impala, and that's an animal. That's an animal, a deer, but the deer, you know, or or like a deer a family, antelope. Yeah. Yeah, and then you have like, um, and then sometimes every once in a while you see like a like a Tacoma. Yeah. Right, and then that's like kind of like an American Indianish. You can kind of get it when you with get into it, like you. you hit it there and you know look at the blazer like yeah like how they come up with the name blazer this like, is the blazer for 1984 you know right. what i mean like, like i was wondering like what else was there did they have a like what one guy was like yeah we should call it like uh you know really good or whatever and, and they got shot down and they, they got shot with, down but then you know another company picked it up and boom look at torino you right. got it from oldsmobile and you have it from ford right they both use the same name and what about the design? Like, sometimes from the 50s I look at it, and you can kind of see, like, okay, so this is their idea of, like, an airplane or a rocket. But you know what I've come across recently is uh, paperwork, you know, hanging out with these hot rod guys that are doing research, and you see the drawings of all these cars they have. And these guys are actually building these concept cars that never existed now. Right. And some there's one that's out right now. It's one of one. It's an early Corvette. They called it a Corvair, but it looks like a Jaguar with a, just a roof on it. It's like a Nomad roof. I mean, it's fucking insane right i want it and it's like no there's only one and one and this guy built it and it's priceless right but it's sick because it has a european american hot rod look oh, and you man. get in it and it, you get in here and it would break everybody's neck <laughs> God you know damn. and then there's stuff i've seen that i can't speak on that's actually in the works right now that when it does come out next year or the year after it's gonna fucking blow everybody's mind these, these cars are building is there is there a special well, so when you hang out, do you hang out with concept car dudes? Yeah, I hang out with a lot of people that just have a wild imagination. Um, are they eccentric? Like, do they? Are they're they... very eccentric. They're kind of 
with us, I, I realize with the people that do not bigger things, just more out of the ordinary, yeah. there's only a few of us that can stand each other. Right. When you hear, like, I can socialize with everybody here at the car show, but their ideas are plain. They're going right. to do the same. Like, they can go to Vons and buy the shit for their car that they're going to buy. It's the same sandwich. Right. You know, just white bread and wheat bread. With these guys I hang out with and the ideas, like, hey, let's do this or that, and it'd be the 2, 3 in the morning, and you start cutting shit up, start putting stuff together. Right. There's a whole different realm. I feel like that world hasn't really been captured properly by film or anything. They, it, 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 it'll never be captured like that. Like, you see the TV shows, and some of the guys I deal with are on TV shows and do their things and everything, but right. they only allow a certain extent. Even me. If I'm doing something top secret, I'll do it in the middle of the night. I'll close the shop and won't let nobody in. What do you think about doing a show like, let's say it would be like, you know, us, and we would just be in the back, not doing anything, maybe only audio, not even visual, but just following you through. And I'm not pitching this, I'm just thinking. No, no, not, I, I can like see you follow- coming through, you'd blow your mind, because some days you see me rolling around in a fucking chair around the car. Yeah, yeah. Smoking a blunt, whatever it is. Yeah. And then other days you see me busting my ass to get something done to a certain way. Right. There's times I'll go in there two, three days, I won't do shit. I'll roll around might, and look at the car and get an idea. You might go in there one day and, um, yeah. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> you never know what happen. No, no, but what I'm saying is, is like, I feel like you're touching on, on, on the actual inspiration, creation aspect. Mm-hmm. Some of it is meditating on it. It, it is. Right? Yes. Not moving too quick. Because some people are always trying to find a solution right away. Yeah. We got to do something right away. And sometimes it's not that. And that's what you see here in the parking lot. The right. faster, the better. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But I'd rather not drive that car if my door gaps are off, the chromes are off. Like, so you see guys out here driving a car and they won't have the bumpers on. What the fuck's wrong with you? Oh, I wanted to bring it out. But it's not complete. There's no wow factor. There's no, like, oh, it's a great job. Right. It's like, bro, you couldn't wait. You, you have no patience. Patience is a virtue. You need patience. Man, patience pa- is your best revenge. Patience is a motherfucker. But you got to have it. You got to have it. But in order to have patience, you almost have to. It's so weird. I, I think about this on a Self-discipline, regular. Self-discipline. I tell everybody. Not only that, you almost have to care so much you don't care. Exactly. Because I don't give a shit. Right. But I tell people, look, you're going to be mad at me because we didn't make Tuesday's deadline. But check it out. Next Tuesday, when you get it back, you're gonna be ecstatic. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can't. You can't rush certain things. Well, that's what I was thinking about. Cause I was like telling some people, I'm like, you know, when you're when you're coming up with a solution in law, let's say, mm-hmm. your first approaches are everybody's approaches. The first thing that comes to your mind, and you're like, oh, we should do this, 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 and this. Everybody thinks that. Yeah. Exactly. Right? And it takes yeah. a minute. You have to go through that phase. You have to hear that bullshit, and you gotta say, no, no, no. And it takes a long time of being with the facts. Like, oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Where you finally turn around and say, actually, it's not that. Time it, out. Scratch this. It's the opposite. It's the opposite. Yep. And then you think about it. That's the fucking truth. Yep. But okay. you know what I love about you guys? Huh. Is when you think huh. like that, it costs me about 325 bucks an hour. <laughs> this one right here will cost you 400 bucks an hour. Fuck, I just screwed myself, Luck. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. That's it. Listen, you know what? And listen, now I'm going to fucking give a shout out to the Lord. I'll tell yes. you one thing. Take, talk about self-discipline and patience. The reason, the reason why I get paid what I get paid is because I actually read everything. And then I read the details. And then I make a timeline and I think about how everything went. And I'm promising you the first 80% of all of that, anyone could do it. Nobody wants to do it. Nobody Nobody wants wants to to know their fucking shit inside and out. And when I'm on my feet in front of the court and when you go to trial or you go to hearing, there's always a problem that nobody anticipated. Right. Always. But if you have that, all that detail already in you, you can create the solution right then and there with the court. And that gives you so much credibility with the judge you get them caught with their thought and they hit the gavel before they realize wait we just fucked up but it benefited them they hit the gavel your i love shit, it they hit it's the sealed. gavel you, they hit the gavel your shit unravel <laughs> the gavel your shit unravel all right all right yeah, well, well definitely mr bowtie i gotta say it's an honor and a privilege to talk to Man. you are we gonna artist. go visit him they're gonna visit me. Yeah, I got, gonna... look, I got some project coming up. I'll tell Lucky that it's gonna just blow your mind. The stuff I'm doing, it's being That's machined right problem. now. Like I said, I do one of a kind, certain stuff. You got, girl. I help out a lot <laughs> yeah. of people that can't afford to do like stuff. Like that. So damn. Mm. <laughs> 
Hold on, time out. Hey. Oh, rollerblade, roller skating. Ladies a weirdo. Look at the back of Look like a fucking, what the fuck? How do they carry all that? What the hell? <laughs> big lugs, big lugs, big lugs. He's, he's in a rare form, rare she form. Look like a Russian fucking weightlifter from the back. Sean, if you edit any of that out, I'm gonna kill you. That's gold, this right? This is there. classic. This, this is, is this is really how it is to be at a car show, homie. This is it. This is a real deal. All right, so Mr. Bowtie, where can people do, do you even need shout outs or what do you do? What is it, you Mr. Bowtie66? Mr. Bowtie66 on Instagram, and then I have another page, uh One Punch Customs on Instagram. Nice. And then um do you That's do it. strictly old school or do you do like new school stuff too? I do certain new stuff for certain people that right. understand what it takes. Right, yeah, he's working on Oprah Winfrey's car right now. Yeah, but you can't talk much. about it. Can't, you talk can't talk about, about that, that one. Either. But uh, I'm known for, like I said, 55 to 66. 66 of my year. That's the one I like the most. That you know? you out. Yep. And then um, I do Chevelles, Malibus, you know, Camaros, Corvettes. Nice. There's certain clientele. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nice. People that understand what they're getting into, because you know, right. people buy these cars. I'm like, bro, this is way above your grade. Right. You can't. You can't don't spend the money on this. You know? Right. So yeah. But like I said, mild to wild. All right, Mr. Bowtie sixty six, and your page, the other page. Uh, One Punch Customs. One, One Punch, Punch Customs. customs. Yeah. I mean, you heard it here. The name fits it all. And, and my slogan is we're knocking out the competition. So that's where it comes from. Knocking out. out the competition. And if you get your lowrider done with him, he'll teach you how to do a one punch. I'll teach you. No, one he'll punch. just it's punch you. It's in the yeah, head. He'll, he'll punch you. He'll punch you once. Yeah, you'll if you get if you come in, we're offering a uh, free right now. Uh, you come in, you get your car done, at the very end he punches you and knocks punches you the you. fuck we'll out. Use and it takes your money. We'll use gloves so it's you know it's friendly. Right. That's okay. one rule too. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a problem with anybody if you use gloves. It's yeah. friendly. Yeah. If you use right. fist, yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's a different thing. You ever almost <laughs> lost a knuckle after a punch? I've lost. Look at my hands. I got scars everywhere. Jesus I got flat God. knuckles. I can't believe you can make a. How much? Do, how many do you think this guy benches? Who him right here? Oh, right yeah. now I'm light. I'm light. Uh, he's like he's flexing a little. I can no, see no, it. Come no, on. No, I'm, no. Trying. I'm not lucky. Bro, this dude is big. Like he's big. big, like tall too, and tall and big, and and he's got like the uh, what are these called? Traps. Traps. Yeah. Man, well, that's you know you're dealing with a guy. Traps. You know yeah. you're dealing with a guy that's just getting back to the gym yeah. and doesn't even know what a trap is. Yeah. What do you call that? What do you call this? What's that he's part? Got his traps hanging yeah, I call out. This, I call this a lump. Yeah. yeah that's right. That's where I cracked the walnuts. Neck lumps. <laughs> yeah. That's where I cracked the walnuts. All right, big big Steve, you got any shout outs? One on one on one on one. Besides Russian bodybuilders from the back. I think we shot out the whole same crew. Hard luck show. Hard luck show, yes. I have a few shout outs. www.supermaxhardware.com. Come check us out. Dropping some hot shit right now. It's going fast, but get on. Check us out. Shout out to uh, Cookies and the whole Cookies family burner. Vibes. Uh, another shout out to uh, my partners Sean and Chumahan. Yeah. And listen to the Hard Luck Show. Thank you. Three days a week, you guys. Three days a week now. Three. And uh, yes, uh, this is just. Uh, I'm glad we're out here today and uh, checking this all out. Oh. Uh, like we do about this time. Adios, amigos, from the Hard Luck Show. Peace. <laughs>